Okay, I'm going to say it again. Anything good that's ever happened to me on in the body of Christ. Somebody say right here. Right here, right now. When does God want to do it? He wants to do it right here. Hallelujah. Uh, no, where does God want to do it? He wants to do it right here. And then where does God want to do it? Look at me. He wants to do it right here. Huh? Huh? Where does God want to do it? He wants to do it right here. Uh-huh. And when does God want to do it? He wants to do it right now. Hallelujah. So let's do the work. Let's do the work. Amen. Let's do the work. Proverbs, praise God, 3, 5 through 6. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct their paths. Amen. Proverbs 3, 5 and six we truly thank god amen there are rewards for wisdom somebody say rewards for wisdom hallelujah uh let's not let's try not miss our our sunday school which is on wednesday evenings at seven praise god every wednesday night uh with our sunday school superintendent amen Superintendent Linda Wilson, we thank God for her and her preparation in doing that. And we're in a quarter of wisdom. Somebody say a quarter of wisdom. A quarter of wisdom. Hallelujah. And how many know I may, uh, I may twist it or mess it up a little bit, but I thank God for help. Somebody say, Pastor, you got help. Praise God. Principle. Wisdom is the principal thing. Above all, hallelujah, get wisdom. But understanding how to apply wisdom is a consistent job really it's an occupation that continues somebody say let's do the work one way to obtain wisdom is to trust in the lord with all of your heart hallelujah somebody say life will lead you to trust in god don't depend on your own understanding. In all the ways, acknowledge him. And who is him? Jesus. And Jesus, through the Holy Ghost, shall, will, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's not a might. He will direct our path. Hallelujah. God says, I'm going to order your footsteps. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Why must he order our footsteps? He must order them because if we follow the order that God is giving us, our feet will lead us into the destiny which God so proclaimed that we would walk in. But pastor, why is there so many things in doing that? Because there's so many distractions, praise God. There's so many distractions. And we've got to realize that when we are walking, hallelujah, walking the life, beautiful life, down where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. They shine all around me by day and by night. It, Jesus, the light of the world. When you are pursuing with the purpose in doing that, distractions will come. But praise God, we got to continue to walk. So our first scripture, amen, is Proverbs um, chapter 3, 5 through 6, amen. And your second reference scripture, yes, Lord, is John chapter 9 and verse 4. Say, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, this is Jesus talking. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoke. He spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. Somebody say, let's do the work. Let's do the work. 
and sing to the most high God. I got a part and make sure we get it in here that that right now we're in the light. Hallelujah. There's a lot of things going on, but we're yet in the light. And as we continue to move down through this dispensation of where we're in, uh, things are going to get dark. Hallelujah. Things around us will get dark and we represent that light and we have to work while it is light because no man know when night come. You and I represent light, the light of Jesus Christ in this world. And we have to work. Hallelujah. And the greatest work is to make sure that your light is shining. Hallelujah. Raise your hand. Say my lights on. My light's on. My light is on. I'm going to keep my light on. And I believe, you know, when the road is dark, if you ever travel a long distance, when the road is dark, praise God, you reach over to that left and you pull that little lever and then you get your high beams. Well, see, as we go through this process of life, the Holy Spirit in us, he automatically lightens up things for us so we can see the darker it gets. Amen. Believe you me that God is going to lighten up things for you. He's going to give you some things to see. Hallelujah. As we go down and living in this life. Somebody say the text. Two important characteristics and qualities are mercy and faithfulness. Say them with me. Mercy and faithfulness. Both involved and the power of the Holy Ghost is working in us. So we work for truth and justice in the lives of others. Hallelujah. Thoughts are, they're thoughts. You can't think about doing it. You have to do it. It takes action. To think about it is not enough. Our lives reveal whether we are truthfully merciful and truthfully truthful. Do your actions measure up to your attitude? Hallelujah. Moving on, when we have important decisions to make, we sometimes feel that we can't trust anyone. I'll say it again. When we have important decisions to make, we sometimes feel that we can't trust anyone, not even God. But God knows what is best for me. He knows what's best for us. He is a better judge of what we want. He is a better judge of what we want than we ourselves. Remember, he created each and every one of us. Slowing down on purpose. We must completely trust in every choice that we make. We should not omit careful thinking or belittle our God-given ability to reason through having faith in God. Say it with me. Reasoning by having faith in God. We should know. We should know to trust in him. We should not trust our own ideas to the exclusion of God's purpose for our lives. Because God's going to speak to us in accordance to what he's purposed us already to do. We must always be willing to first listen and secondly be open to correction by God through his word and wise counsel. Bring your decisions to God 
in and through prayer. Let the basic instructions for living, the Bible, be your guide. To receive God's guidance, Solomon said, we must acknowledge God in all we do. About a thousand years ago, Jesus emphasized the same thing through Matthew 6, 34. We all know it. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Saints to the most high God, if I trust God, if I live right, the song says heaven belongs to me. If I, if I pray right, sing right. Look at what our values are. Look at where our priorities are. Look at what's important to me. Look at what's important to you. Where is God on that list of things? Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. It's, it's, it's everybody. It's everybody. It's everybody. But let's personify it. It's you that lives in your skin with you. And if you can't be honest with yourself, <laughs> you're your own problem. Have you ever listened to someone who has everything horrible to say about everyone else? And always says at some point, but here's how I see it. Without any Bible encounter to help you to see what the Lord has done in their lives. What I'm saying is they're just talking to be talking. Talking loud and actually saying nothing. Because being a food inspector, if you look at their lives, and you can't help but look at their lives because they're standing in front of you and they're talking and they're presenting themselves to you. Their words may be saying something, but you see another. People will always talk about the blessings and somehow never forget how the blessings came. Somehow never forget that the blessings came. And conveniently they forget about the correction of God. Oh, we are thankful and prayerful for those families are yet experiencing trauma so many years after 9-11. Uh, insurance companies uh, finding clauses where not to pay. And uh, the nation and the government denying all the side effects that took place from those first responders and those immediately in the area. All, all, all these things, all these things are here before us. But, but, but let's, let, let, let's get back to this point. Every one of us, every one of us remember that good whipping, don't we? Do we remember that good whipping? Hmm? If you ever got a good whipping growing up, you remember the one. 
<laughs> well, you, you, we even remember why we got it. Praise God. We, we even can remember why we got it. Well, let's not forget the correction of God. And let's not forget where those corrections come from. It's good to remember the blessings and be thankful. But let's also be thankful for the correction of God. So continue to make God a vital part of everything that we do. He will guide me. He will guide you. Why? Because in us seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that means we're giving God the first place in our life. Because you will be working to accomplish his purpose for your life. My purpose is wrapped up in your purpose. Do you believe that? Many people give God leftovers. My purpose is wrapped up in your purpose and your purpose is wrapped up in my purpose and our purpose is wrapped up together. And when a team plays together, they win. Have I got a witness? That's the praise right there. Many people give God leftovers. If they can afford to donate anything, they'll do so. These people may be sincere in their contribution. They may be willing, but yet they don't give God that first. Their attitude is nonetheless a little backwards. It's better to give God the first part of your income, first part of your fruit. What does that do? That demonstrates that God, not possession, has first place in our life, my life, and that our resources belong to him. We are the managers of the resources that God has given us. So giving to God first helps us to conquer greed. When we give to God first, hallelujah, <laughs> yeah, that unction, amen, keeps greed away and the love of money away. It helps us to realize that money is a tool and we must utilize that tool as God has given us purpose to do so. It also helps us to properly manage God's resources because the resources that we have belong to God just like we belong to God. Managing those resources and it, it, it opens us up to God's, somebody say, special blessings. I have special blessings that's already been set aside for me. You have special blessings that's already been set aside for you. Yes, paying your tithes is important for today and important for future trust in God. In John 9, we see four different reactions to Jesus. And the Holy Ghost will put this all together. Uh, four different reactions. And those reactions that 